Hello, and again, welcome to Bit Depth. I'm Santiago Ramones. Across from me is Laurent Morzet. How's it going, man? It's going great. <laughs> Living life. <laughs> I'm happy to have you. Um, Thank you. How do we know each other? Uh, I worked together at H and M. He told me he had a podcast. I was like, "Yo, that'd be a great opportunity to yeah. just talk to you, have a good time." <laughs> and I feel like I don't get to know coworkers well enough. So yeah, like, I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So who are you? What do you do? Uh, well, like I said, my name is Laurent Marzet. I am an actor, well, an aspiring actor, writer, producer, director, uh, you know, just film enthousi- enthusiast. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. I said, yeah, film enthusiast. Uh, I love creating, man. Uh, yeah. So as of right now, I'm working at H&M at Cool Springs Mall. Come up and see me. Say hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm friendly. No, but uh, yeah, I'm just a creator. Uh, I want to leave my mark in Oklahoma and just be able to go out. Uh, mm. you know, and show people that it's possible, you know, if you have a dream yeah. and just live my dreams and live my life to the fullest. Yeah. Um. So being, I mean, whenever you think Oklahoma, mm-hmm. uh, motion pictures is not exactly <laughs> the first thing no. that comes to mind. <laughs> um. So do you want to stay in Oklahoma as you continue to progress or is it just going to require you to move to like Atlanta or LA or whatever? My thing is it's going to require me to move. Uh, (laughs) I'm, I'm thinking about, I'm, I'm iffy, you know, I'm 50, 50 with LA and Atlanta. Um, kind of, well, I don't want to lie. I'm kind of leaning more towards Atlanta right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I know I got to move out there to get my start, you know, that's where the industries are. But eventually, my future goal is to move back to Oklahoma and bring a studio back here yeah. to give people opportunities here that they don't have, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, I just want to be able to put people on and give them a platform to succeed in Oklahoma because yeah. we don't have stuff like that, you know. Yeah. But uh, I feel as if that is a great way to uh, start mm-hmm. something huge in Oklahoma for creators yeah. and uh, just aspiring artists. Yeah. Uh, what made you want to be an actor, creator? Well, let's say, which Man. of these things are <laughs> your main thing and what made you want to do that? My main thing is acting. Yeah. Uh, I love acting. I was acting since, I remember, well, let me go all the way back to like I think second grade when uh, I did like a little play for my uh, elementary school. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I had like a one-liner, but I remember that one-liner, it made people crack up laughing. I, <laughs> I can't remember what the line was, but it made people laugh, you know? So I was like, that's great. Uh, kind of took a step back from it, you know, elementary, didn't really, I was a kid, you know, just having right. fun. Uh, then middle school came around, I was like, I might as well just give acting a try. I've been doing it mm. uh, ever since. And uh, I think in seventh or eighth grade, it clicked and I was like, yeah, I want to do this, you know? Yeah. i do this for the rest of my life. And uh, ever since then, I've just been going hard at it yeah um so with that start what is your favorite movie man favorite (laughs) movie at least Uh, right now let's say yeah uh i might have to go with uh quentin tarantino what was his quentin tarantino pulp fiction i was i was getting that vibe like before you answered that question i was like Thinking Pulp Fiction, yeah, that's what it is. yeah, I love it. Just the way he he did the story, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, it's it's like it starts from the end of the movie. Yeah, it starts with at the with the oh my gosh, it starts like the ending of the movie is the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, 
just how it all pulls together over time mm-hmm. and like you you connecting the pieces it's like a puzzle you know and mm-hmm. finally when the stuff clicks together you're like oh shoot like this dude has a great mind to think yeah, that yeah. way you know the fact that he put that all together like that and then the shots are just amazing mm-hmm. and the acting incredible with Samuel L. Jackson John Travolta and it's just mind blowing right and he always makes his, his films to be like they're more dialogue intensive it, it yeah. they they show more like a, a play rather exactly. than like a film. Yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that because uh, Samuel L. Jackson had that huge, you know, monologue at the mm-hmm. end. And it was like the fact that how it connected and how uh, it showed his character arc, you know. Mm-hmm. But it also got the audience thinking like, what the heck, what's going to happen next? You mm-hmm. know, just the writing is insane. And the fact that he could have not only the audience thinking, but making us wonder like, what are the characters thinking? Right. So, yeah. Um, what is your sort of pie in the sky like role to play? Yeah. <laughs> ah, pie in the sky role. I want to. I want to do a biopic. Cool. You know, yeah. Of either an artist or uh, like a musical artist or mm-hmm. a uh, another actor. Yeah. Like, my favorite actor is Denzel Washington, you know, right. or even, like, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Or Childish mm-hmm. Gambino, you know? <laughs> I, that was, a, like, just the fact... I know with Michael B. Jordan, how I have to, like, bulk up, you know? Yeah. And then I, I feel like a true actor doesn't have boundaries, you know? Mm-hmm. He, he'll he go out of his comfort zone, and I'll right. be, like, out of my comfort zone to, like, work out nonstop like that. Yeah. And just, like, with Childish Gambino, it would be, like, just to get creatively thinking you mm-hmm. know so i could uh fit into hit get into his mindset and play mm-hmm. him as real as possible yeah so yeah um acting is kind of a a very glorified role in our culture but yeah. it i mean I, I say this as a musician as well so it's like what makes acting important Ooh, it makes it important. It tells stories, you yeah. know? It, if your character, if you don't act well enough to tell the story, then no one's going to believe that story. Mm-hmm. And then it it throws off the whole film, mm-hmm. you know? And if you're trying to tell a story of 9-11, you know, or sure. uh, uh, what's like the Oklahoma City bombing, right? you know, something monumental like that, Mm-hmm. And the acting is off. They're gonna be like, "Wow, this is a horrible movie. This is a horrible way to, <laughs> you know, show uh, mm-hmm. the past events that have happened." Yeah. And people aren't gonna really like it, you know. Right. So acting is just you have to portray the characters well enough that people are like, "Wow, this is a true mark mm-hmm. of history." Yeah, yeah. Um, what makes a good film? Oh, it takes so much to make a good <laughs> film. Yeah, uh, in my opinion, it's not only the actors, but the crew, you know, and the direct, the, including with uh, the crew involving the director, the uh, the right. I don't what sound design man. Yeah, boom yeah. Man, I don't know how to say. You know, uh, boom operator. You know, the lighting, uh, gaffers, uh, just everyone on the. Mm-hmm. film it has to have a good screenplay mm-hmm. you know if you don't have I feel, 
my feel is if, if you don't have a good director, you don't have a good film at all. You know sure. what I'm saying? Because if you can't direct the actors in the, in the right way, mm-hmm. then the actors aren't going to be able to give their full potential. Sure. And if you can't direct the uh, the gaffers how you want everything to be set up, you know, the right way, then the lighting is going to be horrible, mm-hmm. you know? And the screenplay, uh, if it's not a good screenplay, <laughs> people in the audience who come watch a film aren't going to sure love <laughs> it. So it's it's everything. That's what yeah, yeah. makes a good film. Yeah. <laughs> um what's your favorite part of the process? Man, my favorite part of the process. Uh I have to say filming it. Mm. I love I love seeing everyone on the set collabing, working together just to make a project that's gonna be bigger than them. Sure. You know, because everyone has an important role within the film. Yeah. And if and if they know that, then we know the film's gonna turn out amazing. Mm-hmm. And you can feel it, you know, yeah, when you're yeah. making it. You're like, yo, this is gonna be great. You can feel it where you're killing your role for the actors, the directors, given every ounce of, uh, I don't know, every ounce of what's it, <laughs> advice they can give, right, right. you know? And it's just like the blood, sweat, and tears are being put in this. So mm-hmm. the filming, I feel as if when, I feel is it is the, uh, the do or die process. Yeah. Of making something come to life. Mm-hmm. What's the worst part? The worst part, editing, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, when I do my own films, I hate editing. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it's horrible. It's like the amount of time it takes. You know, mm-hmm. I, I recently made a film, a short film called "Death by Intellect." It's on my YouTube. You should check it out. A self plug. No, but uh, it's called "Death by Intellect" too, uh, and it's a seventeen-minute film. Mm-hmm. And I honestly didn't expect it to be that long, and it took like two and a half weeks every day and every night I was editing to like 5 a.m. Yeah. Wake up, go to work. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is horrible. And I would have to have them come over to do some ADR, you know, mm-hmm. uh, for the lines that were missed. And it was just so hard, just like making sure everything was put together. And it was fun, but it's just like, yo, I know what I want it to look like, but it takes some time for it to get there. Yeah. Which is why it's the worst, <laughs> the worst <laughs> thing to do. Yeah. Um, what's something about acting that a lot of people don't understand really goes into it? You have to practice, man. Every <laughs> you got to practice. If you don't practice on your craft, it's like anything else. Because mm-hmm. some people think the acting you can just hop into a scene, right? But you have to really. You have to watch people too. It's like it's a lot of people watching because if you've never like I've never I've never been drunk before, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't <laughs> drink. So and I, I and I had a role one time in the audience before that it called for me to act drunk. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I've never been drunk, I've never seen anybody drunk. Mm-hmm. Uh so I was like, oh gosh, this is gonna be horrible. So because uh, <laughs> I try not to associate with those kind of people, not to sound like that kind of person, but like, you know, I'm always trying to put myself in my work. Mm-hmm. But uh, finally, when I had the opportunity to see someone drunk, I was like, oh, shoot. Yeah, let me go watch this, you know, yeah, yeah. just so I can put it in to uh, to practice when I, when I practice my my stuff. So uh, I, I saw them act that way. And I was like, oh, OK, let me work on this. Let me work on that. Let me see if I can fine tune it, you know, and mm-hmm. practice it and show my friends. Uh, <laughs> let me show my friends, you know, uh, see how see how good it looks. And it's just the amount of practice that you have to put into it. Is what takes the most time. It's what takes the process. You know, it's, it's a process. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's just a learning experience all, all over again. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
who are sort of, I mean, you also mentioned Quentin Tarantino, but who are your, your biggest heroes in film? Like director-wise, uh, director and actors. And okay, directors. I want to say, uh, yeah, Quentin, uh, Spike Lee, mm-hmm. uh, Ava DuVernay. She made uh, Selma, mm-hmm. uh, and she's currently making a movie called Central Park Five. Uh, there's another director, uh, Ryan Coogler. Yeah, Black Panther. Yeah, it's amazing. And he also did a uh, Fruitvale Station. Crazy, Creed, and Creed. Yes, uh, actors. I want to say Michael B. Jordan. Uh, Denzel Washington. Uh, let's see, Samuel L. Jackson, mm. and Will Smith. Yeah, gosh, those. <laughs> I look up to those dudes. Like, oh my gosh, they're like phenomenal. You know, mm-hmm. acting wise and then directing wise. Those, I I look I look up to those people. Like, I wish I could work like them. You know, they have like a work eth- work ethic that I feel like no one else has. Mm-hmm. You know, and. I feel as if I put myself into try to put myself into their mindset and work mm-hmm. as hard as they do, then hopefully my dreams will come true as well. Yeah. So, um, do you spend a lot of time in the audition process? I know that we're in Oklahoma and there's a lot less to audition yeah. for, but <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of uh, you, there's auditions. You just, you just have to find the audition, you know. Right. Uh, so it's like I have an agent here, uh, so. I get auditions and sometimes I know I'm going to get called into the audition and sometimes I I know I'm not because like it'll call for like a white family. I'm like looking for a son. I'm like, oh, okay, well, obviously I'm not going to get that. Sure. But mm-hmm. I'm just like, uh, yeah, like when, when an audition comes my way, I, uh, I practice nonstop for it. Mm-hmm. I try not to think too much about it though because I know like if you think too much about the acting, it's going to be overacted and it's not sure. going to seem real. But uh, I just try to memorize the lines as best as I can. Mm-hmm. And take my time, and just when I go in there, uh, do the best I can. Because yeah. honestly, it's not up to you, you know. what I'm saying to yeah, yeah. to get the part. It's up to the casting director. It's up to the director to see what mm-hmm. they're looking for. And uh, if you don't get it, then just move on. There's right. more auditions. Yeah. It's life, man. <laughs> um, I feel like I should acknowledge the fact that you are a black actor. Yeah. And yeah, so, yeah. how how is that sort of distinct in being uh i don't know if that makes a difference in oklahoma or if it uh if you get treated differently what what is it like being a black actor man it's it's funny because i feel as if there's like there's like three black actors in oklahoma you know what i'm saying it's so limited but it's it's a good feeling you know the fact Mm. that i'm because every other black person in oklahoma wants to do sports, you know, <laughs> or wants to either do sports or be a rapper. So I'm like, I feel as if I'm uh, diversifying our culture, you know, mm-hmm. out here and uh, just trying something new. And it, it feels good because the fact that I'm directing, you know, editing, writing and mm-hmm. acting in my own stuff and for other people's stuff is like, yo, it can happen for anyone. Yeah, you know, yeah. And so people that come to me that are black actors that want to be black actors, mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, you can do it. Just put your mind to it. Put your right. head down and work. Yeah. You know? And and that's something that I've noticed with you is that you're you're just constantly doing it. And yeah. So like, what advice do you have for people that are you know trying to do film? Yeah. And don't know where to start. Man, uh, keep your head down. Keep your head down and keep going. You know what I'm saying? Like run. Like you know like <laughs> cause some people say keep your head up. No, keep your head down and run. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like because it's a track and field term. Like when you when you jump out the blocks, you want to put your head down so you can, so you can start as fast as you can. You know. Mm-hmm. And I would say keep your head down, keep going, 
keep digging, keep churning, because you're going to hit a brick wall. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're going to hit a wall, but you have to keep going. You know, you're going to fall down, get back up, keep your head down, keep running, you mm-hmm. know, as fast as you go. Because when you keep, when you look up and you look behind you, you see that people are catching up to you, you're wasting time. <laughs> you know, that's my thing. If I feel like I'm wasting time to like look up to see who else, like who's close to me, mm-hmm. like, that's me wasting time. That's me. That's the time for me that I'm not working mm-hmm. and someone else is bettering themselves right. and outshining me. Yeah. You know? And it's like when you have the process, the, the thought process of not wanting to be outshined, mm-hmm. you gotta keep pushing, you know? Yeah. And I feel as if the time when you keep pushing with your head down, you keep on running, you keep on going. And when you finally look up, when you see that, what you want is in reach and you grab it, mm-hmm. you got everything you wish for, man. Yeah. If that made sense. I don't right. Know. No, it, it does. Okay. And I really like that. Um, fame is a strange uh, yeah. thing <laughs> in that, I mean, not every, I don't know, chef that's a really good chef uh-huh. becomes famous for being a good chef. Exactly. Not every, I don't know, driver for uber becomes famous <laughs> for being the best uber driver i don't know like Facts. but be, being a good actor does mm-hmm. lead to uh people finding out who you are yeah, and definitely. like so how do you feel like fame has affected actors Man. and how do we navigate that yeah i feel like fame is a stupid thing to be honest <laughs> cuz it's literally people who have opinions about you. Mm-hmm. Like, cause once you reach that, like that, that success, like even on Instagram, you get a blue check mark for being famous. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And people think that blue check marks means, means that they're, that they've made it, you mm-hmm. know, that they've done all that they, they can. You know, I've known, I know someone who, uh, has a blue check mark. One of my friends, he's a good friend, but he was like only on one show, you know, he was, sure. on, he was on Nickelodeon and he was on one show, got a check mark. It was just one show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That, that one show is not going to pay for the rest of his life. Right. You know, Fame is, and plus fame can can make you do stupid things, you know? Right. It can lead to <laughs> drugs. It can lead to you getting into, you know, other fights with people talking about, yo, I got more followers than you. Oh, really? Yo, let's, let's catch me outside. How about that? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's just some, a lot of people get famous over stupid things. Like, even mm-hmm. the catch me outside girl, you know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Like, over disrespecting her mother. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Phil, who disrespects Dr. Phil? <laughs> Come on, now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, like... I, I, if I ever get famous, I feel as if I'm still going to act the way I act now. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm going to, and, and if I get famous to the point where I get enough money, money, well, I say, because money, sometimes money doesn't even come with the fame, mm-hmm. you know? It's just the recognition that people see you, you know, that's right, how right. they see you and everything. And, but if I get enough money and I'm famous, I'm going to give back. You mm-hmm. know, my whole thing is, Fame is not going to change who I am. Fame is not going to define me. Mm-hmm. Fame is not going to make me a better person. Right. Fame is just a. Ne- <laughs> fame just puts you in another category with other people. Sure. You know, and it's not going to define me as the person. Mm-hmm. And I, that's not that's not going to be me, man. Yeah. yeah. And and I like that. You know, fame isn't the goal, but it's, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just there. Yeah. You know, it's like. <laughs> 
because when you're in this work when you're no not work ethic when you're in this workplace like you know the working environment of being an actor or like even being a singer of course you want to get on a stage and perform that's what you want to do you want to perform but the fame comes with it you know right and that's just like that's what it is like yo that's a it's an accomplishment don't get me wrong like it's an Mm -hmm. accomplishment to become famous it's a it's a great thing that you're that you're famous that you made it that people know you uh it's your world known you know Mm -hmm. but Fame does not make you any any better than anyone else on the street, you know. Yeah. Like if I walk outside and people like I, if I walk outside my friend, uh, who's on Nickelodeon, like mm-hmm. a lot of people don't recognize him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people, a lot more people might recognize me than they recognize him. You know. Yeah. It's just fame's just fame, man. Right, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just a word. Um, and then kind of along with fame, there's uh just being a independent creator uh-huh. with the internet yeah. and how is sort of the internet reshaping what it is to be a filmmaker mm. yo the internet can take you places it really can <laughs> it uh it allows you to get your film seen by more people mm-hmm. you know instead of submitting off to uh, all these film festivals and everything that's a good mm-hmm. thing to do i want to do that yeah but that's like money that I don't have right now. You know? Right. But uh, and the internet's free to post your stuff. You know. Yeah. So if I can get my films out to other people, let them see that they're like, oh, yo, I would love to work with you. Mm-hmm. And recently, I've had that happen a lot to me. Like, yo, I want to work with you because I saw your film. It looks so good. It looks so clear and everything. I'm like, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But uh, the internet is just a place where you can get your stuff popping. You know, mm-hmm. let people see it. Uh, network, collab. Mm-hmm. And just constantly work, constantly put out your content without a price. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the only price it is is, I don't know, <laughs> overworking yourself in time. <laughs> yeah, because if you were, like, because I try to put out at least two videos a week, so mm-hmm. it's time consuming. And then it's just like I feel like I'm overworking myself sometimes because you know I have a normal job, right? And I got school coming up, but it's just like <laughs> it, you got to do what you got to do if you love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and then with that is social media and you got to mm-hmm. navigate that whole mess how yeah. do you <laughs> social media like recently since i dropped like all my stuff people have been dming me nonstop. like mm-hmm. yo i love i love your content i love the the mini series you just dropped i love your short film i'm mm-hmm. like thank you i appreciate that because you want to you want to give time to uh thank them especially when you're an mm-hmm. independent creator because they're taking the time out their day to watch your stuff right so you can take the time out of your day to reply back to them mm-hmm. you know even if it's not some super long message just right. saying thank you your support means everything yeah would put, make their day you know what i'm saying exactly because some people they look up to you like yo like i I had this uh one girl from my high school she was like uh i didn't think you would friend me back on snapchat i was like why would you think i'll friend you back on snapchat you're, <laughs> right. all, you're always commenting on my videos you're always liking my stuff you know and i appreciate mm-hmm. that because your support means everything to me yeah yeah um and then kind of along with the fame and all of that, uh, how do you deal with keeping your ego in check? Oh, I have. <laughs> my <laughs> friends always keep my ego in check. You know? <laughs> I'll be like, yo, I'm a young goat. I'm the best out here. They'll be like, yeah, you're still 5'8", man. You're short for a dude. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, all right, thanks, man. No, it's just like I have my friends, this is like, you know, keeping, they keep me in check as well. And just being like, that I've come from where I've come from, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I know I still have a, a long way to go. Sure. And I know that just because I make these films does not mean I'm any better than anybody else. Right. And I know that my friends are still my friends today because I still act the way mm-hmm. when I first met them, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, 
as long as you uh, stay true to yourself mm-hmm. and don't try to change for anybody, your ego will stay, you know, right in check. I mean, did Kanye stay true to himself, or is that just some man? Weird, Kanye like... lost all his friends. When he, was like, <laughs> when he said slavery is a choice. What? <laughs> no. It's uh, yeah. He, I don't know. Kanye's <laughs> Kanye, Kanye. You know, he made a song about it. <laughs> Kanye's just Kanye. Um, but I mean, like, it's it's a real thing that with with fame and having people tell you all the time that like you're the greatest, you're making all the best stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. You gotta, Bring yourself back down. Yeah, people tell me that, like, yo, I'm they like, yo, your stuff is so good. Like, can we work together sometime? Yo, let's shoot. Like, you're the best I've seen, like the best uh student film that I've seen in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I'm like, great, thanks. There's other films out there that I, that you know, that's just an opinion, mm-hmm. you know? Like your my film may not be as great as somebody else's to in, you know, somebody else's opinion. Sure. And I feel as if my films aren't as great as some some other films. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, I'm just creating this to create, you know? Right. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Mm-hmm. But that's just my mindset. And I, I don't feel as if my ego needs to rise because all these people are saying, yo, your film's amazing. Yo, you're the best filmmaker out here. Nah, <laughs> I'm, I'm just a filmmaker, man. Mm-hmm. I'm just a creator. Right. And then there's the opposite side of the spectrum, which is taking criticism exactly yeah criticism is a big thing too uh in the beginning i hated taking criticism and you have to get over that though Mm. because if you don't ever take criticism about your films they're not going to get anywhere Mm. you know like uh because i know i know my sound of my films aren't amazing Mm. you know i know there's like uh some shots aren't put together well you know but they're the shots that i got i'm i'm just i'm an independent filmmaker you know i'm a student filmmaker and i'm i'm gonna make mistakes Mm -hmm. i'm not on some a a one million dollar budget film you know where (laughs) i can take a whole week for one scene Mm -hmm. you know i'm i'm a running gun we shoot we shot my short film death in like two in two days Mm. there was it was a 15 page script we shot (laughs) two days and it was long nights you know it was a long night long day uh but it's just the constant, the constant of, the constant growing. Maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Constant growing that you have mm-hmm. to do to just make it happen. Right, right. Um, I know a good sound guy. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> hey, networking right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, switching gears to the other side of the podcast. Yeah. Um, Getting a little bit deeper. Uh, okay. What is the role of spirituality or religion in your life? I am a Baptist. Uh, I was raised in the church. <laughs> My mom and dad forced it upon me <laughs> when I was a youngin. I didn't really like it, but uh, as I got older, you know, as a as a kid, you don't really like church. You know, you gotta mm-hmm. go there. They force you to go. They force you to learn these Bible verses. But then, as you grow older, you're like, oh yeah, I need this. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm a I'm a firm believer in God. I use, I talk to God every day. You know, I have so much faith. And I feel as if I wouldn't be where I am today without him. It's great. You know, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, at what point did it stop becoming my parents are forcing me to do this and start becoming I want to do this? Man, uh, I think it was probably, I want to say middle school, but it was like on and off. <laughs> it was like, uh, <laughs> I want to say probably when it was either ninth or 10th grade. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, yo, I got to have faith in God if I want to get where I want to go. Mm-hmm. And I was like, because my dad always told me, God may not talk to you when you're 10. He may not talk to you when you're 15. He said, God talked to him when he was like 21, 22. And I was like, all right. I was like, well, until that comes, come, until that time comes for me, I'm going to just 
walk on faith mm-hmm. and be with God. And then when the time comes for him to say something to me, mm-hmm. I'll be ready. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, how has God worked his way through your life? Man, it's been amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel as if, uh, well, my mother passed away when I was uh, 14. And I was mm-hmm. in eighth grade. So, uh, and the thing is with my mother, uh, I was always under her, you know what I'm saying? Like I was a mama's boy. So I was mm-hmm. always there and wherever she went, I wanted to go, you know, there was an umbilical cord still. They never cut it <laughs> when I was born. <laughs> so, but finally when she passed away, I feel like that was God saying, yo, you have to go and face the world. You can't let her uh, shield you any longer. You know, mm-hmm. if you want to do this, cause even with acting, it goes back to it. Like I cannot have her holding me back or holding me down. Mm-hmm. I have to go and I have to be by myself in rooms. I have to understand that the casting directors just want me. My mom can't mm-hmm. be there holding my hand the whole time while I'm in the casting room audition, sure. auditioning. So like I have to just go out in the world and just face it straight on. Because, you know, if you're scared of something, you're not going to get over that, over that fear mm-hmm. until you face it straight on. Yeah. And so at that point, I was like, okay, God, I feel like you're moving. You're telling me to do something. Mm-hmm. And this is what I want to do. And so finally, I just went straight on with it. And I was like, I put all my faith into God. He's He's carrying me, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm, I'm there. Um, I always make myself ask these questions because they're straightforward yeah. for me. But uh, so, what is your definition of God? My definition of God, uh, provider, caregiver, uh. Definition. What's another word I can say? Yeah. Uh, the one and only, the Father, the Omega, the yeah. Alpha. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I go, I go to a black church, so you know. So, <laughs> so no, but uh, yeah, he's. I want to say, my main one is the provider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the other straightforward question is a uh, free will question mark. Do we have free will? What is free will? What, what do you mean? What do you mean? Um, well, I mean, the, the, there's the, I guess, dichotomy of uh, if we have free will, uh, then all of the choices that we make are ours that we make and they're not oh, predetermined. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the other one is like determinism or like Calvinists believe uh-huh. that our paths are already laid out. Yeah. Oh, okay. I feel like... Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel as if God knows what we're going to do, but like, he knows, I feel as, I feel as if he knows what we're going to do, but we still make those decisions anyway. You know, mm. I feel as if our plan is already planned out and he knows where, what our plan is and we're just going along with it as humans mm. and uh, we're just living our life, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because he knows if we're going to take that drink. He knows if we're going to smoke that cigarette. <laughs> right. It's just, it's our choices and it's just... It's what you choose to do, but I feel as if he knows all already. So, mm. yeah. So, free will. Yeah, make your own choices. But cool. does God know? Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, in a world, or at least in this country, that is so uh, socially divided, politically divided, racially divided, yeah. how do we reduce this rift that is come man. between everyone we gotta love one another man and i feel as if there's not there's not much love going on anymore you know i feel as if it's just 
were especially with the uh the police brutality you know uh the hate against trump you know it's just not to say that we we should side with trump but i'm saying that right. that just the the hate that we give towards them this mm-hmm. infuses more anger inside of someone else mm-hmm. to make them you know clash which makes it a bigger problem right um how do we show love towards one another man you have to just uh when someone says something negative to you or if someone calls you out on something you just have to take it and be like okay yeah that might be true mm-hmm. or that might be false you know but in it just be like okay i'm just gonna turn the other cheek you know mm-hmm. like don't get me wrong if someone punches me in the face like i'm not gonna be like yo <laughs> why the heck you punch me in the face you punch me in the face again no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna if someone punches me in the face, I'm like, yo, like, you gotta chill with that, dog. Like, this is this is not, no, nah, like, I, I'll mess you up. Like, don't, like, don't punch me in the face. Like, that's that's just like, you know, hand, like, this, this violence right there. But like, if someone just like says verbally, mm. like, says something negative towards me, I'm like, okay, you gotta check yourself. Mm. And then just turn the cheek and walk away. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna allow someone else's uh, actions determine my, right. you know, outlook. Uh-huh. How do you make yourself a better person each day? Man, I uh, I constantly try to check up on people, hmm. you know, just to see how they're doing. I constantly try to call people, constantly try to work, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, if it'd be rather it'd be film or editing my films or just going to acting, you know, and just finding out something new every day. Mm-hmm. You know, if you find something new about some somebody and then like, well, the thing is like if you even if you call someone, and no one called them that day. You like you're the only one that called up on them, like mm-hmm. checked up on them. Then they're like, oh, they care, you know. Right. Yeah. And as long as you care about someone and check up on them, I feel as if you're making yourself a better person because you're you're showing the thoughtfulness in your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And then I think I have two more questions. Right. Uh. What advice do you have for people? In life, or yep, in general. Man, just live life, man. Like, uh, don't don't worry about your future too much. Mm. You know, your future's gonna come here. Don't don't waste your time. You know, worrying about what's gonna happen this time, what's gonna happen that time. If I worried all the time about what auditions I was gonna book, what auditions I wasn't gonna book, I would I would never have any fun doing what I'm doing. Mm. You gotta enjoy the process because if you don't enjoy the process of life or even filmmaking or or act acting, singing, dancing. Mm-hmm. If you don't enjoy the process of getting better, there's not going to be any fun. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, my usual last question, cake or pie? Cake or pie? Yeah. Yo, I am an avid. <laughs> I love me some strawberry cake, man. <laughs> I love it to death. <laughs> so I had to say cake. All right. Yeah. First cake I've had in a while. So. Oh, shoot. <laughs> cake is always the best. <laughs> uh, somewhere Sable is cheering. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Lauren, thank you for doing this with me. Hey, thank you for having me. <laughs> uh, plug your stuff. Oh, plug my stuff? Oh, yeah. yes. Waiting for this all night. <laughs> uh, my YouTube channel. You can follow me on YouTube. Actually, subscribe to me on YouTube is the right term. Uh, at Lauren Marzette. Uh, you can check out my short films that I make. Like my new ones, Death Planet Like Two, and my new miniseries that I just dropped called Ninety. Uh, it's a new era slash ninety sitcom that deals with real world issues. Mm. And also, you can see my old, uh, older comedy sketches 
that I do. I, I've been trying to make more comedy sketches because I love comedy. Mm. But uh, yeah, and I'm also, uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm doing a comedy show. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah, I'm doing a comedy show, uh, improv comedy show. It was this, It's called We're All Mad Here. Uh, it's with a group called The Space. Uh, pretty dope people. And it's August 24th or 20 and 25th, I think, I believe. It's one of those mm. days. Check out my Facebook, Laura Marzette. You'll see it there. All right. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> well, sweet. Again, thank you. Uh, always a lot of fun. Um, yes. So I'm Santiago Ramones. And I'm Laura Marzette. You can find everything that I do on my website, SantiagoRamones.com. I have this podcast, which you can listen to on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on YouTube, or straight through my website. Um, you can comment or leave reviews. Let me know what you think. Let me know, like, oh, wow, Santiago, that was a dumb question. Or, uh, <laughs> or like, hey, I really like Laurent. He was a really cool guest. Um, just hit me up. Let me know what's up. Um, and then also make music. You can find my music also on my website, uh, which there will be links to uh, my SoundCloud, which has electronic uh, composery stuff, and my Bandcamp, which has uh, songs with words. And you can download my demo for free, or you can pay however much money you want for that. Support the local artist. <laughs> I always end my podcast with my three things. They shape my life philosophy. Those three things are love never fails. It's going to be okay. I might be wrong. <laughs>